It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, welcome to a Thursday, rubbish day at my place. It is the 11th day of August for 2022 and coming up we're going to be talking to a couple of real estate directors. One is representing representing Geelong and the other is in Double Bay in Sydney and what we're going to do is check in and take the pulse, the temperature check if you like of those two areas for comments about their local markets. I see yesterday the Commonwealth Bank has announced a 9% increase in profits despite a fall in its margins. CBA says most of its customers are able to cope with rising interest rates. I guess the The problematic piece that I read is the 37% of people that are less than a month ahead of their repayments. And the bank also noted on the flip side that there was more than a third of its mortgage customers who were at least two years ahead of their repayments with around half at least three months ahead of their repayments. And the CBA chief executive Matt Cummin told the ABC yesterday that he expects an economic contraction but no recession and expected the household spending downturn will be enough to shrink the economy later this year and those increases he says in the cash rates are likely to have and continue to have quite a pronounced effect on the economy, which is kind of code for watch this space. If you're celebrating your birthday today on this day of the 11th of August, uh, have a great Thursday. You share it with local boy Chris Hemsworth. He is turning 38 years young today. Hulk Hogan is turning 68. And it was on this day, unfortunately, that Robin Williams passed away back in 2014. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia on this Thursday morning. Firstly in Sydney, partly cloudy, but it's going to be mainly dry today. 19 degrees is your forecast high. Melbourne expecting a few pieces of rain. 15 is your forecast top. Brisbane, another sunshine blue sky day. 22 degrees is your forecast high. And in Perth, expecting a little bit of cloud around, but no rain and your high of 19 degrees. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, we know that the regions around Australia have been performing pretty well and they have started to fall back a little bit in the current market. But you look at a suburb like Gugong, which is near Canberra, it's recorded one of the highest annual increases in the median house prices out of all suburbs in Australia. That's according to new data from the Domain House Price Report for June quarter. And if you look at this particular suburb, its median house price increase 
increase by 58.1% to exactly 1 million in the 12 months to June for 2022. It's not bad. Other areas are also going up, they're going down, they're going sideways. So let's do a little bit of a temperature check in on Geelong in Victoria with Nick Lord, who is the director at Maxwell Collins in Geelong there. And a very good morning to you, Nick. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Nice to be speaking with you, Craig. Thank you for having me. Now, Geelong is one of those regions that has seen a lot of people moving, especially families, professionals and the likes out of Melbourne, going and resettling in Geelong. Of course, we've got this slowdown. How has that been fearing of late? Yeah, look, we've had an exceptional uh, two and a half years as I think sort of a lot of markets across Australia have been quite buoyant. If we look back, it's certainly been underpinned by the COVID wave and the mass exodus out of Melbourne. Uh, Historically, Craig, probably 10 to 15 years ago, we'd see a lot of young people move back from Melbourne, uh, but had a family connection in Geelong and returned for support and affordability. More recently, just Melbourne people with no real connection historically with Geelong have uh, decided now move out of the city. Affordability is driving that point and also a lifestyle change. So uh, that's, that's really underpinned our market. Yeah. And what is happening with stock at the moment right now in Geelong? How's that sort of shaped up? Yeah, look, stock and price probably align where our pricing point at the moment uh, is holding quite well. Uh, and that's the back. There is a shortage of stock across the board on, in our market. It's giving a little bit more opportunity for, for buyers to uh, you know take their time, do some further research. But our stock has certainly tightened up. And my best estimate, we're probably sitting at 25 to 30% down on our normal stock levels in the market. What about those buyers turning the attention on how active they are right now in Geelong in this current market? Yeah, we've certainly seen a, a change in the buyer activity. We're probably uh, estimating we're 50 to 60% down on buyer inquiry and numbers attending our opens. Again, with the shortage of stock, pricing certainly been holding okay, but we've just seen a what I would think a short-term change uh, to the market. And those first home buyers, it's definitely attracted people to get into the Geelong market. As those prices went up, it became a little bit more difficult, but still activity in that space? Yeah, we're seeing the rebound in the last couple of weeks. Um, certainly with the interest rate rises, has a focus on your first home buyers. I think they're, they've been waiting, researching the market, and they're, they're starting to re-enter even in the short period of a couple of weeks. There is a, is a shift, and again, uh, a Melbourne first home buyer uh, still sees the affordability in Geelong, so uh, we're seeing an increase in inquiry for first home buyers from outside the region. And of course, at the other end of the market, Newtown in Geelong is one of those areas it's much sought after for its, I think probably fair to say for its period style homes. There's also some larger blocks there. How's that been tracking? Is that still buoyant? Yeah, Newtown is uh, Newtown is our blue chip suburb, um, it, which is always in demand uh, any time that you have good real estate in a good location with a unique property, whether it be size or, or appearance like Newtown properties, it always holds very well. It's very close to a lot of our private school and colleges, uh, so it, it's still holding. Uh, and I think Newtown will hold its pricing pattern a little bit longer than most other suburbs for that reason. And what about the sale process? What's preferred right now? Is the choice of a private treaty leaning one way or how are the auctions going? 
Yeah, look, the clearance rates in Geelong, the sample size is, is uh, not large, so we always refer to our Melbourne clearance race as a reference point. Uh, historically, if we went back again 10, 15 years ago, we were looking at about a 10% auction market. We probably got closer to that 40% in the last couple of years, and I think we'll see it starting to soften that uh, sellers will choose to probably get started and get on the market in a private sale way rather than wait for auction and uh, and push that time frame out a month. So we're seeing it probably coming off a little bit to answer your question. All right. Well, good on you, Nick. Thanks very much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning, giving us a little bit of a temperature check on Geelong. Wonderful again. Thanks, Craig, for your time and uh, wish you all the best. All right. So let's go from Geelong in Victoria to Double Bay in Sydney and welcome in Peter Leipnick, who is a director at Bradfield Badger Fox Real Estate there. And a very good morning to you, Peter. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for having me. Well, Double Bay, yes, it is a great spot to own some property if you're fortunate enough to live there and have deep enough pockets, I guess. And you're not only servicing Double Bay, but you're also servicing some of the other areas. Correct, correct. So we're based in Double Bay, but basically we cover anywhere down the peninsula through to Vaucluse, Watson's Bay. We've got listings along the beaches down to Maroubra in Kensington as well. Watson's Bay, I remember the fish and chips there, eh? It's got to be one of the best in Australia. Doyle's, it's still there and it's still really good. All right, so it's very much the higher end of the market. And since we've had these four rate rises, how is the overall market trending throughout those suburbs that you're talking about through the lens of somebody who's on the ground there? Look, it has definitely shaken things up. It's mainly come back to the buyer confidence. Even when there were chats of interest rates going up, that's when the buyer confidence kind of went down. So, you know, obviously, as we've seen over the past couple of years, we've had such a rapid rate at which we were growing. And there was a lot of FOMO out there in the market. Um, That FOMO is kind of disappearing. And uh, the buyers aren't as confident as they used to be, but still some quality buyers out there. And I was just talking to Nick there in Geelong about private treaties versus the auctions. Which one of those is winning the race at the moment where you are? We're still auction focused here um, and that that goes across the board, Um, everything from our apartments up to our prestige homes in the area. When we have a look at the auction rates, uh, sorry, the clearance rates, they are lower. That being said, not a lot of those statistics come into play, the amount of properties that sell after auction. So we're hovering around 60% clearance rate in our area, but then things will generally trade within about two to three weeks post that. So the auction process still does do a really good job. And have you had discussions with vendors who may have been on the brink of selling, who then decided to rein things in a little bit, deciding to hold off perhaps for the summer or just sit for another 12 months? Yeah, absolutely. The interest rate rising and the shake-up in the market has pulled a handbrake on their on their plans. But that being said, I mean, the people that we're working with now and the properties that we're putting on the market, as opposed to the past couple of years, they're not just testing the market. They want to sell. It's situational. They're upsizing, downsizing. They want to move. But yes, the volume is lower because I think people have put off some of their plans. 
And Peter, we talk a lot about these quality properties, which is where you are, always selling well. And gee whiz, there is such a number of these high category prestige properties where you are. But as the numbers are reflecting, as you've alluded to, even the top end of that quality market is being affected by the downturn. What have you noticed with regard to that? And is that a trend that you're paying a hell of a lot more attention to these days? Yeah, look, I mean, the interest rate and I mean, the the whole global economy is affecting it, not just the interest rates. There is a whole, a lot of factors that are coming into it. I feel like the price bracket kind of above that 15, 20, so call it the trophy home market. I think that has been the least affected, but it still has been affected in some way or, or another. And the developers, how active, because we know that they were very active in those suburbs, they're starting to now, I think, change their tune. They were either going in and they were doing some major renos or tearing down and building new. What's happening at the moment? The confidence from the developers in the past few years has been extraordinary. You know, they've been hit now with the cost of building going up. We're even seeing a few people that have gotten quotes on their builds. Sometimes it makes it unfeasible for them to go ahead with their projects and they're just going to sit on to their, their properties that they've bought. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Peter, for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. I'll let you get out and go and get that latte, that morning latte this morning. Absolutely. I need this one. All right, Craig, thanks so much for having me again. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 